Radio Theater Project. Radio Theater Project. A radio drama series featuring comedy, science fiction, and mystery. 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 Old stories and new. Radio Theater Project. Theater of the mind for today. Future Past dramatized stories from the golden age of science fiction. As people from Earth burst out into the stars, the law will follow humankind's lead. In this future, the police are the men and women of the Galactic Patrol who start to bring law and order to the galaxy. Presenting First Lensman Part 1, story by E.E. Doc Smith, written for radio by Joseph McGuire. A memo to the chairman of the Pernicious Activities Subcommittee of the USNA Senate. This is a memo about the activity of one Virgil Sams, head of the Triplanetary Service, the service that is supposedly devoted to policing the... uh, Senator Morgan. Who? What? How the devil did you get into my home? I have come to offer you a proposition. How did you pass my bodyguard? None of this matters very much. I've come to offer you power beyond your dreams. Power? Power to control the destinies of planets, a galaxy. Hmm. Tell me more. I am from a group that wants to bring order to the colonies of Terra, willing to back you in any endeavor that will bring about this change. How do you plan to do this? By any means necessary. How does this involve me? Supreme Leader of Terra, as is your right as the best man on this planet. Well, you'll have to convince me that your group can do what is necessary. Our plan is sound, but you will need to have your own organization. I have some people I can talk with. After you show me your plan, I will meet with them tomorrow night. That is excellent. Sams, you have the audacity to tell me in your own office that you won't open your files to the Senate Investigating Committee. Senator Morgan, you can stop making speeches. You're not on the Senate floor now. You cannot stop me and my committee from investigating your dastardly organization. Your perfidious plots to strangle the freedom of the USNA. You shall not Sir, sir, you are still making speeches. Read this report, and you will rethink this investigation. What? What is this? A safety deposit box filled with money? This is infamy. You are smearing the good name of the senator of the USNA. You will pay. You will hear from my lawyers. I bid you good day. That was easy. Or was it? You're sure this room is secure? Of course it is. I tell you that every time, so stop being such an old woman. Shut up, town. 
I don't have to take that male piggery crap from you. Stop your bickering. I have some important news. Go ahead, Senator. Yeah, go ahead. I was visited last night by an alien. No. What? You what? Kid. Yes, an alien. He was ugly for a slightly blue humanoid. Why are you telling us this? Not that I quite believe it. You know, Annie, if you got out of your tower office, you might see that the galaxy is filled with aliens. Now, this alien wants to offer us support in our controlling the Terran colonies. Really? What can they do for us that we can't do? For one, a secret shipyard to build your own personal fleets. Yes, that has merit. I can also get out of the rackets and become a really big, big shot. What do I get? The biggest windfall that you could possibly imagine. A new drug. And here's the system coordinates. What's this drug that will make me so rich and powerful? Theonite. Here's the information on how to get it. We know what's in it for us. What's in it for you? Power. Power over the teeming masses of Earth and maybe the galaxy. What was so important that I had to come to your office? To report on our progress. Then do so. Final, Sam's tried to force me to shut down the investigation by twisting my arm with a corruption charge. We have talked of this before. You are not to use my name. Use your supremacy. Yes, your supremacy. What is your next step? I will seem to stop investigating. Instead, I'll use Jim Town's organization to investigate. Anne Isaacson will use your new drug adding to the overwhelming substances that can already addict humans. Trusting a woman would not be advisable. They cannot be trusted. Trust my judgment. For now, you should just assassinate Sam. We can't. You know our organization isn't ready for direct confrontation. The ships aren't built. The drug ring has just started to go to work. So your plan is... We will corrupt any organization that Sam's tries to build. Keep up the pressure. Next time we meet, it will be at your home for a status report. This is Denalton. You getting me on the radio okay? Good. I'm at Charging Station 23, Martian Colony, Underground Complex 3. Denalton, ready to hand over the package. Are agents in place to follow the Mars colonists to the drop-off point? Perfect. I don't know exactly what's in the package. The brass think it's something called theonite. Yeah, the lab people aren't completely sure. Some call it a hallucinogen, others call it a super stimulant. Whatever it is, it's highly addictive. Someone's coming up the tunnel. 
Stay tuned. Do you have- Who are you? And why did you rub her out? She was gonna kill you. As for me, this is who I am. Triplanetary service. Let me touch that badge. Don't! Yipes! I'll ha take that package. Thank no. you. I don't care if that badge seems real. You're a phony. That's a laugh. Do you want me to burn you down? Give me the package. Fine. Here you go. Gang, we've got trouble here. Look for a tall, red-headed woman and follow her. You bet it went wrong. The pickup person was killed. The package was taken by a phony service cop. I know everybody in the Triplanetary Service, and she was nobody I knew. On top of that, she had a Golden Meteor Service badge as real as the one in my pocket. Yeah, I know. The Chief isn't going to like that. How could this happen? Rod, don't yell so. You'll scare half the people working here at Triplanetary Headquarters. You tell me then, what happened? We had the drop covered like a blanket on a bed. It was a fake Triplanetary agent we apprehended. She got through to the drop by using this golden meteor badge. Here, touch it. Well, I'll be sent to hell. It feels real. How did Denalton know it was fake? She didn't. But since Jane is at the top echelon of her service, she knows every member who has a meteor. Since we can't trust the meteor, what are we going to do? Rod, have you heard of Nan Bergenholm? Didn't she help tame the interstellar drive? Yes, she fixed the bugs that were driving the inventors, doctors Roadbush and Cleveland mad. Why do you bring her up? Because she says that she might have an answer to our problem. She's outside. Well, hell and damnation, send her in! Jenny, send in Bergenholm. Verge, sometimes you spend too much time getting to the point. Welcome to Triplanetary Headquarters, Dr. Bergenholm. Thank you, Mr. Sams. How can you help us? I believe that the problem is this. We need a badge of identity that can't be faked and is recognizable, with the added quality of being a universal translator. Uh, you've been reading my mind? It's what any intelligent thinking person would come up with. Well, get on with it. Yes, sir. It was while I was looking at names of newly discovered planets that I came across the name Aresia. It was like a mental shock. And so what did... Everything inside me said, that is where you, Virgil Sams, must go to get what you want. I can't explain it. All I can do is implore you to go. That's the damnedest thing. Maybe it is, Rod. On the other hand, Dr. Bergenholm, I believe you. So, I'll go. We're meeting with you in my most secure room so that we can look over our strategy. We don't want to be fools either. Politicians are easily bought. Excuse me, madam. I don't think you should be... She doesn't mean you, do you, Annie? Um, <clears throat> yeah. Present company accepted. But we can handle this, Sams. Easy. You're probably right. Our plan of domination is going well. This new drug, Thionite, is dynamite. I never realized a drug could make addicts so fast. Politics is certainly an inroad to control, at least with our colonized planets. A little more difficult with some of the natives, but they can be molded. So everything is going well? You bet. As long as Sam's and his Boy Scouts stay out of our way. I'm working on that. Your personal assistant, Herkimer, is getting a little close to Virgilia Sam's. You might want to rein him in. Trust me, I understand people. Herkimer is quite the ladies' man. He can handle her. 
Jim, you underestimate women too much. You overestimate women. We'll see. Are we done here? I need to get back to work. For now we are. That is, until our next meeting. Rod, how are you reading me? Quite excellent, or QX. <laughs> I see you're picking up on some space slang. Damn it, I'm not that old. What's it like down there? I'm just landing now. Through the Visa screen, it looks quite ordinary. The Aresians sounded normal on the radio. They even spoke the basic language. I'm going out now. Remember, they said once I step out of this ship, you will lose contact. That worries me. Have to take chances or we won't get anywhere. QX, Verge. I'm going out the airlock. Good day, young man. Would you like some tea? Well, this is unexpected, ma'am. You look like a professor from university. More importantly, you look like us. That is, Terran. What you see, young man, is what you perceive. Please, have a seat. What an incredibly comfortable chair. Wait, is that an original Shakespeare manuscript? I don't believe I... Tut-tut, enough now. We must get down to business. Tell me, why are you here? A Dr. Nan Bergenholm thought I might find what I was looking for here. That is something, um, that is... Uh, my, my, be precise. Do tell me succinctly what you want. Mental precision is necessary. Yes, um... Yes, I want an unfakeable means of identifying our interstellar law enforcement officers and a device that can be a universal translator. Much less muddy. Nearly clear, even. Let me see. I happen to have something right here. Let me open this box. My word, I was expecting something more technical. Again imprecise. Describe the object. Well, it's a bracelet that has some jewels on it and a lecticular pattern, though the jewels are kind of dull. Pick it up. Yes, ma'am. It's glowing. It's pulsating. Polychromatic light. Put it on your wrist. Some connection is being made. How can I use it? Think about the person you know the most. My daughter? Too far away. At this time. Rod. Virgil, is that you? I'll explain later. Good lord, how does this work? As it is made by our Aresian science, it would be difficult to explain. But please accept it as our gift. This is an astonishing gift. Why? What's in it for you? The greater good is one. Altruism is not a useful word, as it is not what we are doing with this gift. We have several reasons which I will not go into here, but one is to help us understand the universe. The lenses will help us see the future. See into the future? How is that possible? Extrapolation, my son. Creating a visualization of the cosmic all. You look confused. Let me give you an example. <laughs> Please do. In five years' time, you will visit a barber in Spokane. The barber will have a cat. While the barber is shaving you, the cat will bump him and you will be cut. Now that I will know that, I will not go to a barber in Spokane. By then you will have forgotten, as you will have had a very busy life. Now I believe our interview is over. But how will I know how to use this uh, lens? Each must come to their own ways in the usage of the lens. By the way, take this package for your friend Rod Kinnison. What about other people? Using the lens, you will know who to send. Now I must get back to my students. Goodbye and blessings from this poor mentor. Thanks. Thank you so very much. The billion-year plan is now incrementally moving forward.
I think it stinks that you didn't get a lens. You're as good as any of us. Pipe down, let me explain. I met a woman down there. She told me I didn't need a lens at the moment, for my job was better off without it. Yeah, well, it still doesn't seem right. Yes, it does. Someday I will have a lens, just not at this moment. The job always comes first. I will get my lens. Okay, okay. Let's get back to Earth and rally around our fathers. Rod, doesn't my daughter look lovely in her new ball gown? You're a very proud father. The annual Washington, D.C. traditional bash is a great event. Glad we could make it. I think I'll take the next dance with my wife. Still, I'd like to shove that egocentric face into a high-wattage ultrawave beam. She's getting a lot of information from her skill as a muscle reader. Trained by the adepts of Rensis 4. Hey, something's wrong. Her face, it's terrified. I'm going to lend her. Jill, what's wrong? Jade, something's wrong. I've been dancing with this creep and my muscle readings... It, it's adding up to murder. I think it's Dad. Murder? We should contact Mr. Sams. Forget that. We need action. Dad, got something to tell you. Priority. What's going on? Report! Someone is going to try and kill you and First Lensman Sams. Got it. I don't count, but Sams does. To all Lensmen in the room, keep your eyes peeled for anybody reaching for weapons. Mr. Kinnison, I could be mistaken. Not taking any chances. You youngsters aren't? Didn't think so. It's up to Denalton. I know you're packing. Yes, sir. I got an automatic. It's likely to work better in this crowd than any ray gun. The tension is building. I can feel it. There he is! No one leaves this building! Denalton, shoot anyone who looks like they're reaching, man or woman. Yes, sir. Dad's been hit! It's QX, Jill. The cavalry is on the way. I feel useless down in this bunker. I feel the same, but it's more important that the top echelon remains able to direct the battle. I'll open a channel to the fleet chatter. Careful. There's a wing of the enemy battle group coming in at 180 degrees from zero base. Charge the ultracapacitors. All units, fire! To battle group four, wheel clockwise. Whoops. Get those accumulators charging the ultras. We have an enemy on our tail. Wing losses at 25%. Enemy losses 75%. Way to go, people! Engineering, what's wrong? I have a red signal on my board. What's happening? What's happening? It's been hours since the first contact with the enemy fleet. Rod, what's the update? The enemy fleet has engaged our fleet. The first fleet of the Galactic Patrol. That is the name, right? Yes. If I understand your plan, we're going to let our fleet lead the enemy to the hill's main armaments. That's the plan. Not that plans of battle stay the same once forces are engaged. Things are changing. Hell and damnation, they've launched thousands of small metal objects. Too damn many to stop. Time to use our new secret defense system, the Lambent Wall Shield. Already deployed. Our fleet is starting to make headway. They're retreating. Can we follow them? No, we can't. We don't have enough ships for a counterattack. We'll have to let them go. I don't like this. I know. I know. You told me you didn't want to eliminate Sams. Why attack the hill with your fleet? That was Boss Jim Town's idea. Um, your supremacy? 
That was Bungle. You should eliminate town for incompetence. I will. Later. But I still have need of him. The attack on the hill was also a disaster. If you allow your underlings to survive these debacles, the Council on Colonia will decide to remove you. Just remember, the hill is a radioactive mess. That part of the plan was fulfilled. Barely. Now, what of this device called the Lens? We're working on finding out about that. Strangely, Lensmen seem unbribable. But we will find out. See that you do. The hill took it and survived. Without our scientist's invention of the lambent wall shield, we'd be dead. That's sure true. Now that we've won our first battle as the Galactic Council, we need to go on the offensive to try and get information on the enemy. Yep, we were almost caught flat-footed. What's your plan? Threefold. We're going to take action on the drug problem, the fleet problem, and the politics. Politics, phooey. I thought that one went down when we slapped Senator Morgan with the safety deposit box full of money. Personally, it was beneath us to use a smear. It worked too easily. Politics is a dirty game. Well then, it's drugs and the fleet problems that come first. Put our best lens operatives on the drug problem and you can handle the fleet. Send Jane Denalton in. What do you want, Mr. Sams? I want you to follow through with your proposal. Yes, sir. Interesting. What are you going to do? Go find more lensmen. Traffic control. Send me the best route home. Good evening, Mr. Sams. Anne Isaacson, what are you doing here? Is it your turn to try to eliminate me? <laughs> you know, if you use triplanetary service vehicles and security, you wouldn't have to be concerned with problems like assassination. Is that what you came here for, to lecture me on my safety? No, that's your business. I came here to offer a, a business opportunity. And what would that be? The ability to make money in the opening up of system colonies is going to be endless. More money than you or maybe even me can imagine. Enough to share with many people. I see your point. This money needs to be controlled and funneled properly. This new governance body, the Galactic Council, will be a perfect mechanism for this control. All you have to do is have them give Isaacson conglomerates this control. What's in it for me? A percentage off the top. A consultant's fee. That would be quite a bit of money. Mm, yes, it is. Since elimination didn't work, now it's bribery? I don't know anything about elimination. I'm just here to make you an offer. Miss Isaacson, I don't think so. Knowing you, I wouldn't even try to convince you. Just don't get in our way. Don't get careless, Verge. Pluto is as cold as hell. Wouldn't take much to freeze your feet off. 
Oh, I'll be careful. Wondering why we're using the lens to talk instead of radio. I'm sure the lens can't be tapped, and all our programs must be kept a secret. I'm at the door to their complex. Having seen pictures of those iridescent blobby guys, expect anything. Doors opening. Talk to you in a bit. I'm from Terra. I'm from Pillane 7. Curious, you have a device that allows thought communication. It's called a lens. It makes communicating with you easier. You fiery planet people are more advanced than we thought. How can I get one? You would have to join the galactic organization and work for us. No. That would disadvantage me. Not worth it. Would there be any who would not be disadvantaged? There is a club on Polania that might be insane enough to join your organization. Who would go beyond their own work to help? Tell me who and where and I will go there. Herkimer, how can you afford such an expensive restaurant on a senator's personal assistant's salary? Oh, I'm more than that. I help him with all his little problems. It was so scary with all the shooting going on at the ball. You were so manly, such a source of comfort for me. Hmm. You must know something of your dad's work and why anyone want to, uh, hurt him. Oh, Daddy's just full of oodles of ideas about the future. He can be kind of a bore about it. And what about this lens that is being talked about so much? Oh, Daddy never tells me about that. It's even more boring. I want to know what it's like working for such a masterful man such as Senator Morgan. You must know a lot of secrets. Hmm. Never mind. I'll drop you off my way back to work. Oh, what are you doing? Why have you blindfolded me? I've had enough of this cat and mouse. Driver, you know where to go. I don't believe you're as dumb as you pretend. No daughter of Virgil Sam's would be. So now, it's time to get some answers by any means necessary. The future of the galaxy is at stake, and so is the life of Jill Sam's. Come back next time to find out more. Future Past dramatized stories from the golden age of science fiction presented First Lensman Part 1, story by E.E. E. Doc Smith, written for radio by Joseph McGuire. In the cast were Steve Chambers as Virgil Sams, Bob Helling as Rod the Rock Kinnison, Roy Nessel as Senator Morgan, Tristan Johnson as Virgilia Jill Sams, Zoe Pettigrew as Jane Dunalton, Dave Anderson as Fenald, Rebecca Murray as Annie Isaacson, Denny Mua as Herkimer Herkimer III, Jim Galan as Jim Town, Daryl Payton as Jack Kinnison, Joseph McGuire as Voice One, Melissa Bridges as Mentor, Betsy Charnas as Phony Cop, Reed Thompson as Pillanepsy, Anna Scott as Nan Bergenholm. I'm your announcer, Anne Bodel Nash. Future Past theme by Jason Shaw at audionautics.com. Sound design and dialogue editing, Jay Charles. Recording technician, Anna Scott. Directed by Robin Candelaria. Produced by Joseph C. McGuire. Recorded in partnership at KSVR Studios in Mount Vernon, Washington. This was a Radio Theater Project presentation.